1: In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord,
2: and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise whom. up, O judge of the earth. Render
0: punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph?
2: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of the soul. I hate the
1: work of those
2: who follow it. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants.
3: And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQrs TV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else that may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here Monday morning. Hope you had a great weekend and great Lord's Day and a time with the people of God and to hear the Word of God. You know, that's one of the things that we talked about before is in a land where there's a rebellion against God, where there's a rebellious people. uh, One of the things is, is there's a famine in the Word of God. And so, or from the, the Word of God. And so people are flocking for it. They're hungry for it. The sad reality is, though, I had to sit in. Just to give you a little update as to what happened over the weekend, uh, one of my friends says, you've got to tune in and listen to this. So there's this guy. I don't know where he was from, Africa or something. I think he was in Africa somewhere. And this guy gets on. He is, he's referred to as His Excellency. Okay. And there was a lot of stuff that he said was right about vaccines and some of the money system, all this stuff that he was he was talking about. But he just got weird, just plain weird. And then when he would reference Scripture, eight or nine times out of ten, oh, Jamaica, is that where he's from? Jamaica, thank you. He, he was misrepresenting Scripture. This guy was talking about that God gave people skin after the fall to cover them. The obvious question that anybody with any discernment would have said was, um, excuse me, God first said, once he made Adam and Eve, he said, be fruitful multiply. How do you do that without skin? That's the first thing. The second thing is, after the fall, what, what, were, they, what were they trying to cover themselves with then? That's right, they were trying to cover themselves with fig leaves. What were they trying to cover? Skin, their nakedness. That's what what they said. That's just one of the things that stood out. And from there on, it was downhill. The the black Hebrew stuff. I don't care what color people's skins are. I don't try to figure out Jesus' skin color. Most people don't even know that Muhammad was a white guy. And that that even the writings of the people who wrote about him said he was white. (laughs) He was really white. Okay. So I don't care about that, but these people focus on their skin color as though that makes something, and I know there are people in the South who think black people are marked somehow you know as the son of Noah, and I think that's just as goofy, okay? I think it's just goofy. but the weirdness that people follow sometimes because they're hungry, they're spiritually they've been spiritually starved, you need to be careful. Because the deception is prevalent here. I played, no, maybe I didn't. I don't think I did play this. I'm going to play it here in just a little bit. All right? And uh, let me get this formality out of the way. I just want to let you know that's going on. I know there's a a hunger for the Word of God in the country. Let me me just uh, get the formalities out of the way. If you'd like to check us out online, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We'll hit this real quick. Scroll down on the right side of the page. If you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you want to watch the video portion of the radio show with the guy who has the face made for radio, right there on the right side of the page, second video down. Right above that's Bradley's show from Saturday. He'll go live at 3 p.m. Eastern today. You can sign up for our email newsletter right above that. And then if you would like to support us, there's a donate button at the top of the page. That's a one-time donation, or you can support us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That's at the top of the page. Our store is there. This week we're highlighting the Prayer That Rocked the Capital DVD. It's normally $20. You use the promo code PRAYER, and you get 25% off of that. That's through Saturday night at midnight. You use the promo code PRAYER, 25% off the Prayer That Rocked the Capital DVD, all right, so there's that, that's out of the way, I got that out real quick. (laughs) Also, if you want to watch us, we're on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, Roku on Cutting Edge TV, we're on all of that there. Now, I don't think that I made mention of this, I'm going to do this before I get into the doctor stuff, Okay. This this is another guy. I mean, you know, this is what concerns me. <clears throat> and because I haven't been to one of these these uh reopening America things where we had Clay Clay Clark on, uh I don't know what the pe- what all the people say there. I just I don't follow all that kind of stuff. I just don't follow that stuff. I don't follow a lot of conferences and you know, people ask me about the latest Christian rock star. I don't know. I I don't I don't follow that. Um but here is uh, Michael Flint, General Michael Flynn. Now, I'm going to try to get this before we start it, because it, it starts right off here. Okay, So here he is. He is at the heretic Kenneth Copeland's church, and he is a heretic. Okay, Kenneth Hopeland, Co- Copeland is a heretic. He comes out of the same vein as Kenneth Hagin, Benny Hinn, all these false teachers, which I'm going to tell you. Jude has, in 2 Peter 2, has told us they have been marked out beforehand for destruction. They're destroying the people of God, and they've been marked out for destruction. And it's like people have no discernment, just none, okay? This is Michael Flynn. This is General Michael Flynn. He's the guy leading you towards Trump, Okay? says he's a Christian. Yep, he's in Roman Catholicism, not, cut, not Catholicism. You need to make a distinction. Catholic simply means universal. The Apostles' Creed that goes back <laughs> to the, the beginning of the New Testament church references the Holy Catholic Church. It's not talking about Rome. That wasn't even established, at least not in the sense of what we see it today. He's talking about the Catholic Church, so we need to distinguish between those things. There's the Roman system, and there is the Catholic Church, or the Universal Church. All of those who are in the covenant of God. Okay, now here's listen carefully to what this guy says. Listen carefully.
2: We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays, sevenfold all of rays, your archangels. all of them. We will not retreat. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground.
3: Now he's leading them in prayer. We
2: will not fear to speak. We will be the instrument of your will, whatever it is. In your name and the name of your legions, we are freeborn and we shall remain freeborn. And we shall not be enslaved by any foe, within or without. So help me God. God bless you. God bless America.
3: All right, so that's it. Okay, you got it. Seven re- sevenfold rays. Now that's tied back to theof- theosophy, a cultic group from the eighteen hundreds. Okay, that's not biblical. What is this thing in the name of your legions? Oh, well, he's, everybody tries to cover for these people. He's just, he's just calling for the angels, you know, to take charge and blah, blah. No, 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 no. You speak to the Father. Go back and read the Lord's model prayer. It's not the Lord's prayer. If you want the Lord's prayer, go to John 17. That's going to mess some people up because he says, mm, I'm not praying for the world. I'm praying for those you gave me out of the world. He distinguishes how who he who's being given to him and who's not. Not everybody's given to Jesus, okay? Well, here's the thing. Jesus has legions too. Jesus says himself, I could call my father, and he would send a legion of angels to deal with this stuff, but I don't. Why? Because I have a purpose. I'm going to the cross. So there's nothing wrong with mentioning that there's legions of angels. We talk about legions when we talk about Roman soldiers. They're out there too. So there's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of people tie that right to the the demoniac who who said, you know, we we are legion, we are many. There's nothing wrong with the term legion, but there is a problem when you're petitioning in the name of angels, fallen or otherwise, or holy ones, to God the Father. We're not told anywhere in Scripture to do that. And people go, well, we're not told you can't either. Well, let me give you an example. And I'm not meaning to get off my topic here, but let me give you an example. Hophni and Phinehas, do your your due diligence and go in the Old Testament. God had set up a certain way that he's supposed to be worshipped, and you're not to deviate from that. There were a lot of things the priests had to perform. Hophni and Phinehas got so excited, apparently, when they began to worship the Lord, the Bible says they offered up strange fire. In other words, it was a worship that God had said had not instructed them to be about. And let me tell you how God felt about it. He killed them. He killed them. So don't give me this stuff about, well, it's not in Scripture that we can't do it. No, but what's in Scripture, most of the time the churches are not doing. Sorry about that on the video side. Uh, lost a little clarity there. But that's that's the problem with the church today. She thinks she can just bring whatever she wants to into the worship of God, and she's only damning herself for that. I'm just telling you, okay? That's just an example. Here we have a guy who's being propped up as, he's, as though he is teaching Christian doctrine and yet doesn't mention the Father. And again, go back and read Jesus' model prayer. He says we're to pray, Our Father in heaven. Okay? Our Father in heaven. And then he comes on with the sevenfold raise thing, and then he says, In your name, and we never hear who he's actually praying to. In fact, when he's talking about Jesus, and there's some clips, I'll have the, the link to the short article that I did on this. Um, there are several video clips in this where he talks about Jesus, but he never mentioned him by name. He says, you know that guy that you guys got on your mind. You'll be talking about him forever. I mean, again, he is in a heretics building here, Kenneth Copeland. And you know all these people are already lacking biblical discernment to be under a man like that in the first place. And yet, uh, this is the, this is the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. On top of all the criminality, the injustices that are going on, we got all these false teachers running around doing this stuff. And then His Excellency from somewhere, Jamaica, putting all his stuff out. And again, remember, the devil is, he brings like 90-something percent of the truth, but he mixes in that, that lie, he mixes in that error with it, and that's the problem. And it doesn't take you long to listen to some of these guys if they're if they're speaking. It doesn't take you long to figure out what the error is that they've got going on. So anyway, just gonna throw that out there to you. I got a couple I got one more thing that I wanted to bring up here. You know, a lot of people are giving Biden a hard time down the road, and, and they should. The guy I mean, for his own sake, he should not be in office. <laughs> I mean, good night. But, again, we go back. Who was pushing red flag laws? Who was pushing that? That was President Trump, wasn't it? Yep. He was the guy who said, take the guns first, due process second. Right? Remember that? And most people thought it went away. They said, oh, Trump has retracted it. No, he hasn't. He hasn't retracted any of that. He continued to push it. His DOJ was bribing the states to put red flag laws in place which many states took the money. Now we've got a Biden in the White House, and we've got a House and Senate that's still playing around with the people's rights. And the U.S. House last week, end of last week, voted on the NDAA. Most of you know this as the National Defense Authorization Act. Uh, This is that little act that keeps the standing army that our founding fathers never wanted and warned us about going. This is the same kind of bill that Barack Obama signed on New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, whichever one it was, that said you could be held indefinitely without a trial anywhere in the world if government said you're a domestic terrorist or you're a terrorist at all. Yep. My own Senator Lindsey Graham stood on the Senate floor and said, if we deem you a terrorist, you don't get a lawyer. Now, how is that due process? Well, Tim, there's a lot of Muslims. Well, I know there's Muslim jodi But if look, if you're going to prove that they did something, you've got to take them through due process. I have said it time and time again. I don't care if you're a Muslim, a Buddhist, an atheist, or whatever you call yourself. If you're being treated unjustly, I'll speak up for you on that. Because that's what God calls us to do, to prove these things. Well, here we go. They passed the NDAA, and within the context of that bill, is red flag gun laws against you veterans out there. To confiscate your guns, not based on due process, whether you committed a crime or not. 135 Republicans who voted to confiscate guns from our veterans. And the latest NDAA bill. Now, let me just give this to you real quick. This is from American Military News. A provision in the 2022 National Defense Authorization Act would allow military courts to issue protective orders that include red flag gun confiscation, according to the more than 1,300-page bill. Wait a minute. What does a military court have to do with a veteran who is out of the military now? I don't. I don't. I don't even begin to get that. I don't get that. They're a civilian now. They're not in the Army anymore. They're not in the Navy, the Coast Guard, the Marines, the Air Force. They're not in that. In the legislation, those beholden to the United States Code of Military Justice could be issued a military court protective order by a military judge or magistrate which would make possessing, receiving, or otherwise accessing a firearm illegal. No, this this provision is illegal. According to Section 529 of H.R. 4350, It states a military court protective order issued on an ex parte basis shall restrain a person from possessing, receiving or otherwise accessing a firearm. And a military court protective order issued after the person to be subject to the order has received notice and opportunity to be heard on the order shall restrain such person from possessing, receiving and otherwise accessing a firearm in accordance with section 922 of title 18. Yeah, Crenshaw was in on it too. In fact, here's the list of Republicans. And you say, well, why are you picking on the Republicans? Why don't you point on the Democrats? Because all of them were on board. You don't have to go figure them out. They're all on board with it. But when you get to the Republicans, look at them. They're all over. They're all over. These are your red state guys, just just so I'm clear on what we're talking about here. These are your red state guys. These are the guys that you'll be told next year you need to vote for. These will be guys, the guys that you'll be told to in 2024 you need to vote for. People are going to stab you in the back. See them? At least the video, viewing audience can see them. I'm not going to run through all the names. I'll have the link up to the article where you can see this if you want to write your representative if they're if they are your re- representative here. You'll be able to do that and you can contact them on that. All right? Oh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah. There you go. Well, what what I mean, what what do you say, guys? Let me back up. I didn't even catch that right quick. But yeah. Um You've got uh well we've got a green from Tennessee. I don't see uh unless she's listed different. But somebody says that, that she voted for her. I don't I don't see her in here. So maybe I missed that. There was a green in there, but they're from Tennessee that I see. So um I don't see her name on there. Anyway, there's 135 Republicans who did this. Okay. So in any case, uh that's there. I want you to check that out. Okay. Now, here on to the the subject at hand. All right. Um Boy, I could stay on the stuff I just started a <laughs> long time. Um, news came out over the weekend. Actually, just before the weekend. More than 3,000 doctors and scientists have signed a declaration accusing COVID policymakers of crimes against humanity. This is not just in America. This is around the world. Okay, so this thing is gaining some momentum here. Okay. More than three thousand doctors and scientists signed declaration accusing COVID policymakers of crimes against humanity. Now they, from if, if I'm recalling correctly, this was a uh, Rome, this was in Rome, Italy, and they had signed on to this document. There, the global COVID summit is where they were at, called the Physicians Declaration, and I'll have the full text of that. But uh, Dr. Robert Malone, he's the architect of the mRNA uh, vaccine platform. This guy. Read this declaration uh, at the summit. So let me let me let Dr. Malone carry this for a few minutes here and hear what this particular declaration had to say. Whoa, that was really loud. Sorry about that.
0: So I share with you a physician's declaration developed by physicians in Puerto Rico that met together last week, and uh, I ask that you consider joining us in this declaration, we would very much appreciate support from the world, and particularly from physicians. So I'm going to read this declaration of the COVID summit in Rome, Italy. We, the physicians of the world, united and loyal to the Hippocratic Oath, recognizing the profession of medicine as we know it, is at a crossroad, are compelled to declare the following... Whereas, it is our utmost responsibility and duty to uphold and restore the dignity, integrity, art, and science of medicine. Whereas, there is an unprecedented assault on our ability to care for our patients. Whereas, public policy has chosen to ignore fundamental concepts of science, health, and wellness, instead embracing a one-size-fits-all treatment strategy which has led to more illness and death than the individualized, personalized approach to healthcare. Whereas physicians and other healthcare providers working at the front lines, including those here, utilizing their knowledge of epidemiology, pathophysiology, and pharmacology, are often first to identify new, potentially life saving treatments. Whereas physicians are increasingly being discouraged from engaging in open professional discourse and the exchange of ideas about new and emerging diseases, not only endangering the essence of the medical profession, but more importantly, more tragically, the lives of our patients, you in the audience that are listening. Whereas thousands of physicians are being denied the right to provide treatment to their patients as a result of barriers put up by pharmacies, hospitals, and public health agencies, rendering the vast majority of health care providers helpless to protect their patients in the face of disease. Physicians are now advising their patients to simply go home, allowing the virus to incubate and the disease develop, and to return when their disease worsens, resulting in hundreds of thousands of unnecessary patient deaths due to failure to treat Whereas, the above is not medicine, it is not care. We cannot sit idle while patients are forced to go home and sicken in place. These policies may actually constitute crimes against humanity. Now, therefore, it is resolved that the physician-patient relationship must be restored. The very heart of medicine is this relationship— which allows physicians to best understand their patients and their illness, to formulate treatments that give the best chance of success while the patient is an active participant in their care, resolved that the political intrusion into the practice of medicine and the physician-patient relationship must end. Physicians and all healthcare providers must have the freedom to practice the art and science of medicine without fear of retribution, censorship, slander, or disciplinary action to include possible loss of licensure and hospital privileges, loss of insurance contracts, and interference from government entities and organizations, which further prevent us from caring for patients in need. More than ever, the right and ability to exchange objective scientific findings, which further our understanding of disease, must be protected. Resolved that physicians must defend their right to prescribe treatment. Observing the first tenant do no harm. Physicians shall not be restricted from prescribing safe and effective treatments. These restrictions continue to cause unnecessary sickness and death. The rights of patients, after being fully informed about the risks and benefits of each option, must be restored to receive those treatments. Resolved, that we invite physicians of the world and all healthcare providers to join us in this noble cause as we endeavor to restore trust, integrity, and professionalism to the practice of medicine. Resolved, that we invite the scientists of the world who are skilled in biomedical research and uphold the highest ethical and moral standards to insist on their ability to conduct and publish objective, empirical research without fear of reprisal upon their careers, reputations, and livelihoods. Finally, resolved, that we invite you, the patients, who believe in the importance of the physician-patient relationship and the ability to be active participants in their care, to demand access to science-based medical care. In witness thereof, the undersigned has signed this declaration as of the date first written. We invite all of you, physicians, scientists, patients, to join us in this resolution to protect the integrity of medical practice.
3: All right, and you can see that they have uh, quite a bit of an um, audience there, and got some dramatic music. Thank like. <laughs> Somebody got the earbuds knocked off again. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty good place. And you can, sign, you can sign on to it if you're just a patient. If you're a person who agrees with this, you can do it. I can tell you some of the biggest factors in dealing with this is licensing of doctors by the state. It's the same thing that was going on in Germany. They were licensing them. They were licensing the, the preachers. They were licensing all these other people. State has no business in that; it's not their job to do that. Again, the one thing that they're charged to do is bring justice. That's the one thing they will not do, but they want to do everything else but their job. Everybody, every one of them, they want to just do something different than what their job is. It's ridiculous. In any case, so we've got these—we've got these uh, three thousand. We've got over three thousand. Um, the last time I went over there, let me let me see if we can. Um, slide over there. I'm going to see if I can bring this up and see if they have some new uh, people that are on there. I, well, it's not saying that they have any more here. But uh, at the at the summit here, of which they are uh, bringing this out, and they've got it at uh, it's doctorsandscientistsdecoration.org They now have over, this was as of uh, yesterday, um, midnight yesterday. That'd be if they're calling midnight if they're calling it midnight that would have been early in the morning yesterday not this morning 4200 doctors and scientists have signed on to the Rome declaration that's what they that's what they're calling it here because they did it out of the global global covid summit okay uh, even though he said this was put put together in Puerto Rico so they're getting them to sign on to it so we got 4200 doctors and scientists you can scroll down you can read it again you can put you can add your name to the list here okay um of people who are on that, uh, just like many other documents that are being signed. And so I know a lot of you agree with that. If you want to go over there and support that, you can do that. The links will all be in the archive this morning. Now, not only that, not only that, but we have a a a conference, a, a press conference that was held last Monday. Now, I just got around to hearing about it Friday. I think it was Thursday or Friday. I put it on the back burner um, and I said, well, I'll, put, I'll tie it in and we'll talk about this this morning just so you have the information. And this was like a two and a half three hour press conference from several doctors and scientists. And the first half of this conference was cause uh, was called cause of Death after COVID-19 vaccination. The second part was undeclared components of the COVID-19 vaccines, okay? And what's interesting is 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 that, and I'll have the video available. We've got the video ready to go, uh, but there's no way I'm playing that for three hours. Okay, I'm just not going to do it. You take your time and, and you go through it uh, when you want to. But this is the website uh, pathologyconference.de, and I'm guessing this is based out of Germany. That that's I think that was my thinking on what I had seen there. This is what it says. On Monday, 9 2020, I think they meant 2021. They left off the one there. In the Pathological Institute in Reutlingen, the results of the autopsies of eight people who died after COVID-19 vaccination will be presented. The fine tissue analysis were performed by pathologists, Professor Dr. Arne Burkhardt and Professor Dr. Walter Lang. The findings confirmed Professor Dr. Peter Schurmacher's finding that among more than forty corpses he autopsied who had died within two weeks of covid nineteen vaccination approximately one third of those deaths were caused by the vaccination i mean directly caused by it. The others may have had something to do with it, but the direct cause was the vaccination. Microscopic details of the tissue changes will be shown during the live stream press conference, and they do show it, and they show video too we're going to we're going to let uh, dr Jane. Bring that up here in just a minute. Professor Dr. Werner Bergholz will report on the current parameters of the statistical recording of vaccination events. The press conference will also present the results of the analysis of COVID-19 vaccines or vaccine samples by an Austrian research group, which are in line with the findings of scientists from Japan and the USA. Undeclared metal containing components were found in the vaccine. Undeclared. Okay, means they didn't let anybody know it was in there. Visually, vaccine elements are conspicuous by their unusual shape. The result of the investigation have led to legal and political demands, for example, for the immediate collection of information by the authorities in order to be able to assess the health risk posed to the population by COVID-19 vaccines. For example, early signals of impaired fertility in vaccinated individuals can be examined by co- uh, consulting IVF registries. Through the cancer registry, insights can be gained into the development of cancer due to the genetic modifications of the viral RNA. Suspension of COVID-19 vaccination should be considered. No, it shouldn't be considered. It should be done. I mean, this is uh, this, this whole thing is criminal and when i show you these other things you're going to see how criminal these are these are a couple of the photos that they put out this is this is junk that's in here um this is of the pfizer vaccine here this is a piece of metal they call it a metal structure look at this this is just one of them there are thousands of these in a single droplet of one of these vials all right now My friend sent me the um, where Dr. Jane was talking about this. And we had Dr. Jane on last week. And she was talking about some of this. And I'm going to see if I can bring this up real quick. See if I can. I don't want to bring that up. Let's just uh, move on to where something's going to be said here. So. She comes, Dr. Jane comes on to talk about this. Now, I'm going to let this play a little bit because she's got video and other images that are not on here. So I want you guys to see this just so you're aware of it. And so you can share this information with anybody that you might have dealt with that is still considering taking these things. or they have taken one? They're going to take two or they're going to take three or four or whatever the case. How many of these things that they say, if they're safe and effective, why are you having to take so many of them? Why are you having to put? Why is Pfizer putting pills on it as well? Taking these things, I mean, you just the, the lies and the deception are just incredible. Okay, here here here's uh, Dr. Jane. Oh, and I've got I've got her muted.
1: It sure does, Stu. Look this this conference was held just a few days ago, and we we've, we've had to get through it and study it. It's 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 incredibly explosive. Uh, you know, the Stu Peter Show was first to bring everyone, if you'll remember, individual stories. Of doctors who started looking at blood under their microscope when their patients were getting sick. Now we have a consortium of those doctors, uh, but it's worldwide now. We're talking about thirty-five groups across the United States, UK, Germany, Austria, Japan. It's it's just all coming together. They have looked collectively at hundreds. I, I'm saying hundreds, maybe a thousand or more vials uh, of these injections across uh, Pfizer, Moderna and AstraZeneca, and what they have found is shocking millions of sharp-edged metal pieces in, in these. We're talking about just a droplet on a plate. And they're seeing hundreds of these sharp-edged metal pieces. They're looking, they're seeing parasite material. And Stu, the scare, one of the scariest parts is that when they warmed the solution under the microscope, the particles started to move very quickly and move kind of in sync with each other. This is incredibly frightening. I've brought today to the show uh, a couple of photographs and a, a stunning video, which is really only a part of several hours of video brought forth by these researchers. before we get to the pictures, I'd like to play the video so we can all see uh, what we're what we're talking about here.
0: slide without the vaccine, and inside it's the, um, the vaccine, and this is here the um, vaccine inside the container on the slide. When we have found this structure, this looks like a little SIM card of a cell phone. And we looked at it and um, moved a magnet towards this uh, closely. We couldn't find any reaction. This part here to a magnet that we hold close to held close to it. Uh, it's very interesting to see. Wow. And
2: that's from the video um,
3: that I'll have. Up it's their stunning, conference. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so now, what, what exactly are they alleging here?
1: So, so this was really a, an English translation uh, for Dr. Maria Hubner Moog from Germany or or Austria. Forgive me if I get that wrong. And it was sent to all. This was sent directly to me from uh, one of the uh, doctors in the the photographs, who's also testifying at this press conference, Dr. Axel Bolland. Um, what we're looking at is they're taking and they've done this across. Uh, numerous uh, vials okay they've taken one droplet basically and looked at it under a regular microscope we're not talking about anything fancy here that no one else can replicate and many of them have replicated it what they're seeing is sharp metal objects everywhere they've they've, they've had other experts verify that they're seeing graphene layers right everywhere again uh, large structures in the form of rectangles <clears throat> excuse me let's take a closer look at the still shots There's one picture in particular that I'd like to start with. It's actually a composite of four pictures. And if you look uh, at the upper... Um, the upper left hand corner, you see, uh, two structures actually. You see a very curly structure at the bottom, very luminescent. That is metal, metal, some kind of metal structure. Of course, each of these four pictures is magnified slightly differently, but basically regular uh, light microscope. And then you see in that upper left hand corner, uh, another structure, it kind of is, is vertical with a, of almost a, a rectangular shape with an undefined pointy bottom. Okay. These are, these are stunning structures that these experts have never seen before. They said they're not biological, which means they're inorganic and they have no business, no business to in their words, being anywhere inside of a human body. Now the picture to the upper right is you see, it looks like a little piece of glass or metal that is indeed a sharp metal piece. They said there are thousands of these in just a droplet. Uh, In the lower left-hand corner, you see that squiggly kind of material? They were unable to really identify it. They just said it's kind of an undefined piece. But when they looked at these pieces under the video under and they showed, and and this is a three-hour press conference, you can see so many of these things light up. They move very quickly. They're moving all around. They look like they're moving with some kind of intent uh, toward each other and then away from each other. And then in the lower right-hand picture of these four, you see what you're looking at here, Stu, is they took a vial and they just put a closed vial under the microscope. So the lower like left-hand corner, if you will, 50% of that, is outside of the vial. And then you see on the upper right-hand part of that, that photo, is you see those two major, there's actually three that we can see, but you see these structures. One is a long string and the other is that clump of material in the lower right-hand corner. They definitely verified that those are metallic because of the way they're reflecting light. And if you look very close to the long string, uh, that, that thick band at, at the in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see just below it, there's a, a piece uh, that looks like a small you know, little, uh, that's what he was talking about when he said it kind of, when it flipped forward, it looked like a SIM card. I don't think he thought it was a SIM card, but that piece Stu in the video moves on its own, uh, toward trying to get, uh, around those structures. So very, very frightening. The other picture I wanted to show the audience, uh, was this singular photo You can see uh, four of the doctors on the right-hand side of this Zoom screen, but it's a very long string that's right there in the middle of the photo with then a transecting piece that goes across it, a shorter piece. They definitely said that this looked every bit like a parasite. So I just want want to share – this is a very long press conference. This particular uh, section of it that I'm bringing to light – is is really only one part of it and I have to share with you the there was a double title in this press conference this is discoverable everywhere on the net right now it's um it's there are two titles cause of death after covid-19 vaccine we're going to talk about that on Monday I want to leave that teaser this particular set of information that I'm presenting is from the other part of the press conference called undeclared components of covid-19 vax Uh, It was held at the Pathological Institute in Rütlingen, Germany. And as I said before, uh, these doctors have seen this hundreds of times. They indicated they were not surprised to see this, but that the world should be shocked. And they did indeed say, look, this is in the liquid vaccine. There are particles that are constantly moving. Uh, What we're going to see on Monday is, is what this does when it's inside your blood and how your your white cells, your granulocytes, and your lymphocytes react to these pieces—it's incredibly frightening. Okay, um, just absolutely funny to me. So th-
3: this was this was intentional. Right, this was so a- I, th- you you get the idea. We'll have this video up too in the archives, so you can watch the remainder of this because we're only going to play about half of it there uh, due to our time and everything. But th- th- if I'm not mistaken, there's also a piece in there where they're able to, to actually drag a magnet over, and you can see the components in there. Move around with the magnet, so there is metal in these. We've done a report on them where there's stainless steel. I think there's copper in it. There is another metal that was mentioned as well. I'm sure aluminum's in there somewhere. Oh, it's not the kind of aluminum you think. Of. Okay, well, whatever. You know, you, you, these people won't tell you what's in there that there's, that these doctors and scientists are seeing in these things. You can't trust them when they're telling you what what they what they will tell you is in it. I mean, you just can't trust them. And who wants to put this junk in their body? Since when did it become a good thing to dump heavy metals into your body? To get them shot into your body? I mean, I, I just, I don't understand the mentality here. And I think for a lot of people, they go in and they think, oh, this is all a liquid. They're shooting a liquid into me. And that's it. And it's good for me because, I mean, our government wouldn't try to harm us, would they? These these drug manufacturers... Oh, and and let me add this. Dr. Jane also pointed this this out, and I think she may have made reference to this on the show. There's so many things that go through my mind every week. So forgive me if I miss this. But she had talked about the fact that most of us know, everybody listening to Sons of Liberty, know about... The blood clots that take place, right, from these shots? Guess what else the big pharma companies have been selling? That's right. They're anti-blood clot, They're blood thinners, those things are through the roof. See how they get you in a circle of stuff? I shared this with my mom. My mom has been diagnosed with Parkinson's, and they want to put her on Parkinson's medication. I said, Mom... They're just taking you down a road you don't want to go. She said, I know. They told me I should feel better and I feel worse. I said, Psst. so I've got a list here of the stuff that Kate gave us when she did her our show on Parkinson's disease. Several things that we're going to get her at this natural that we're going to put her on. And we're going to see if that that does help her. I'd much rather trust that than I would whatever kind of poisons they're giving her to treat symptoms, and they told her it was to treat symptoms. It wasn't to treat the root cause because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Now, let me ask you something. If you go to the doctor and you say, Doc, I got a stomachache. And he says, well, I'll give you something that will help with the nausea. Okay. Most people are fine with that. If they get rid of the nausea, fine. Fine but there's a deeper problem there that's not solved. Right? It's like you've got a gash in your hand and instead of the doctor coming along and cleaning it out and sewing it up, he sticks a Band-Aid on it and says, you'll be okay. Or maybe he sticks some of that stuff that alleviates the pain, kind of makes your hand numb. You'll be okay. Has he dealt with the problem or is he hacking at a branch? Just asking. Just asking. And yet, this is what we're seeing going on. This whole COVID thing, look at what, look at how they've even dealt with it. We heard from the guy down in South Carolina here, the the, the the nurse, saying they were giving me protocols. I was, you know, I'd never done anything like this before. This seemed odd to me. And yet I did it. And then when he put two and two together what they were doing with the PCR test, which John Rappaport was right on about, by the way, last year. He wrote a piece in which he said, this is how they're going to make the vaccine look effective. They're going to drop the cycles of the PCR tests, which aren't conclusive in the first place, and they're not used to determine or to diagnose people on this. They're going to drop those cycles down. They're going to say the number of COVID cases are dropping, and they did. They did that. And then when they needed to boost them back up and give a little more fear... They started boosting and then they started lying to us about who was actually going into the hospital saying, oh, you unvaccinated people going in the hospital. You're the troublemakers when it was really the vaccinated for the most part. And again, folks, I'm not saying people aren't getting sick from something. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I've ever said that. I don't question that people get sick. We had Dr. Kaufman on, and I specifically asked, if they're not getting this, then what are they getting? And he says, well, that's the funny thing. We need to step back and ask that, don't we? Not everybody has the same symptoms. Not everybody's been around the same stuff. Not everybody's been in close proximity to whatever. And again, it's my contention that we may be actually dealing with the whole thing that everybody has sort of forgotten about, and that's that 5G stuff that's still being rolled out. And how it impacts... Several countries have shut down 5G until it can be proven, not from the manufacturers, the guys who are putting it out, the telecommunications guys who are wanting it out there so they can make money off of us, but independent people who don't have anything to gain from it. Those are the, I mean that's that's the issue. We haven't even we haven't even figured out how people are getting it. And again, I'm just I'm one of those I see the Mockingbird media sort of flock, flocking over here, and yes, there's a pun in there, flocking over here to the Wuhan lab thing, and it makes me nervous. And not because I could be wrong or something like that, because why would the Mockingbird media go there where the truth is? They're there to deceive you. They've been there to deceive you all along. They are paid for. Their advertising. 30 to 40% of it comes from Big Pharma. Do you really think they're going to turn on Big Pharma? Really? Do you think they're going to turn on Big Telecommunications? <laughs> big phone uh, is that a new thing? Do you think they're going to do? They're paying for advertising with them too. Do you think they're going to turn on them? I, I'm just saying. I know that I know there's receipts where Fauci and company paid the Wuhan lab. No, you're not going to get any argument from me. But here's the thing. Right then and there. This guy should have been charged by the Trump administration with treason. Was he? No. Continue to be paraded out week after week, day after day, to tell you whatever was on his mind at the time. Could be a mask, not a mask, double mask, triple mask, social distance, not social distance, get a shot, now you need a booster. This is the guy that's, that's at the front. This is who people are looking to. Look, I, let's go to scripture with this. Over and over, we've talked about the issue of sorcery. And, frankly, I just I don't know what to say at this point. I mean, I just don't know what to say. When we go over to Revelation, again, 1823, we've talked about the, the nations are deceived by their sorceries. And again, I think this has been going on for some time because I take the bulk of Revelation is coming in the first century. So it's not anything new. This kind of stuff is not new, folks. And again, I refer you back to my um, interview with Stephen Holbrook from vaccinesandchristianity.org. And Stephen said, look, vaccines, as we call them, are not anything new. They're not new to modern technology or America or any of this. They're old. Pagans used to do this kind of thing with their people, as an allegiance to the God of that culture. And I've said this time and time again. Every government is a theocracy. Every single one of them on the planet. No, it's not. we got secular governments. You can think that all you want to. Let me tell you how I know it. The God of the culture determines the laws. The God of the culture determines the laws. Go back in our history and you will see where our laws were written. They pointed to the creator, the God of the Bible, for the basis of their laws. You go to an Islamic nation that's ruled by Islam, okay? And what are you going to get it ruled by? Sharia, the God of the culture. If you go to a communist country, what are you going to get it ruled by? Humanist. By the way, that's what we're being ruled with now. In America. We are being ruled with that. Like it or not, I don't care what's written, I'm talking about how they're how things are rolling out. Humanists. One day it's not okay to be engaged in sodomy. The next day it's okay if sodomites marry each other. That's humanism. Whatever's right in your own eyes. And this is part of the problem is we have failed to uphold justice. Which again guards our liberty. And one of the one of the one of the biggest issues here is the fact that we have abandoned that. So you say, Why is this stuff happening here, Tim? What why do we have this medical tyranny coming on? Why are they wanting to, to put all of this this junk in our bodies? Why is that going on? Well, I can tell you. Because the American people have forgotten their God. In his place, they've put money. had a lady in one of the chat rooms that I was in. And I'm going to carry over just a couple of minutes. Gosh, my time went really quick. But just to finish this out, so I'll stop here in just a moment. But I had a lady contact me. And, you know, she wanted to make all these excuses about, oh, no, it wasn't. She would contact. This was during that that thing I was telling you about at the first, His Excellency Guy. And she goes, are they going to come take my disability check? And I just said, lady, if this, is, if this is where you're dependent, you're already dependent on the beast system anyway. Our government became a beast a long time ago. Other governments have become beasts. Look at Australia. It's ridiculous. If you're dependent for your living upon a government check, you are already enslaved to that government. And some people don't get that. They think that about their social security. i, I got to have that. I gotta, uh, well, I know you got to have it to do it, but who are you dependent upon? Well, you're dependent upon the beast to provide it. Guys, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, I promise I'm not going to stay long. My time just went by really fast there. Uh, hang on. I'm going to make a couple of comments, and then we're going to close out the show. Sons of Liberty Media Riley on at 3 p.m eastern 2 p.m central sons of Liberty Media.com, and we'll be back with you tomorrow Lord willing 6 a.m see ya okay all right let me hit a <clears throat> let me hit another one here um, actually actually that's not true um, preterism was has been around a long long time almost from well from the first century um, at least partial preter- pre- partial preterism has been. Uh, right there in Matthew twenty-four, Luke twenty-one, and Mark thirteen, it's right there. He's telling you <laughs> that's it. These are the last days. It's coming down. The covenants being closed out. Right over Hebrews says that which is passing away, so the new can be established. So no, that's not really that's not really true. Anyway, it's not really really true. Anyway, uh, Ecclesiastes three seventeen says, "I said to myself, God will bring into judgment." both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a time to judge every deed. This is what these doctors are coming together for. This is what they're pointing to. They're pointing to the fact that there is a real issue here. It's criminal in nature. That's why they're calling for a halt for it. They're bringing forth the evidence that Big Pharma, whether it's Pfizer, whether it's AstraZeneca, whether it is uh, Moderna, they didn't mention the J&J, but Johnson & Johnson's already been proven to be criminals and you know, putting Carson, carcinogens, let me get that word right, in their baby powders and everything else, and they've had to pay out for it. Okay? Hosea tells us, you must return to your God. Not any old God. Don't cry at all your gods. Return to the God of your forefathers. Yahweh, the one who sent his son, the Lord Jesus. Maintain love and justice and wait for your God always. Oh, and this one is great too. This is from Job chapter twelve, verse twenty two. He, he reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into the light. Guys, if you don't think what we're showing you here this morning, with what's in these these vials, is not bringing the darkness into the light, then you don't understand what's going on there. You don't understand what's going on there. Um, and then finally, when justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous but terror to evildoers, Proverbs 21.15. Now let me ask you something. What do you have going on right now in your particular state, or if you're listening in another country? What What do you got going on concerning this COVID stuff? Do you have terror, or do you have joy? Which one do you have? Because God tells us in Deuteronomy 28, that he will bring, or excuse me, Leviticus 26, he'll bring terror upon disobedient nation. He'll bring terror upon them. What does Romans 13 tell us? Let's bring that up here real quick. Uh, I know I put Revelation. (laughs) Let's bring Romans 13 up because this kind of comes in here. Yeah, I know. Some people think it was written late uh, first century, Mister Wordsworth. I don't buy that at all. And that, due to a lot of internal things, it says like it's soon to pass Revelation one 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 three, Revelation twenty two six. Bookends for the book says it's soon to happen, not somewhere out in our future. It's soon to happen, soon to take place. Plus, there's a temple going on there in the Book of Revelation as well. The temple was still standing up until around seventy A.D. when they were done. I'm just responding to some things in the chat, and I appreciate what you have to say. I've been down that road. I've I've read the Historicists. I've read the Premillennials. I've read the Dispensationalists, all that, and I don't see it making any sense any other way. You've got to guess it. You really have to guess at whatever you're doing, especially a Historicist, and I see some amazing things with Historicism, but uh, especially when it comes to the Muslims, uh, some of the passages they point to, I think it's chapter 7 or so, where they, where they point out some of that. But uh, but I don't think it holds water in the other, and we have to really kind of guess at whatever's going on there. But I think the other is internally verified by what we see in the Olivet Discourse. Anyway, uh, not to get off on that particular passage. When I say this about terror and I reference, the uh, Leviticus uh, 26, here's what Romans 13 says they're supposed to do. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that are ordained of God, whosoever... And remember, a- even evil... Even these evil, wicked people have the same kind of deal. Remember Pilate said, I have authority to crucify you or let you go. And Jesus goes, well, you don't have any authority unless it came from my Father. Okay, So even the wicked guys are put in place for a particular purpose. Usually it's to judge the people. And they're not getting off scot-free either. Remember when God took his army, he called them, the Babylonian army, he called them his army, and he took Nebuchadnezzar, and he used them as a judge, as a judgment against Israel, and then he punished Babylon for doing it, because <laughs> their intentions were wicked. And Paul writes in Revelation 13 too, Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. See that? This right here really should cause people who think that we just submit to any tyrannical edict that comes out from whoever. It it doesn't matter who it is. If they are bringing terror on the people... They are not doing what Romans 13 says that they did. Remember, Romans 13 is prescriptive, or it's descriptive, not... or is, <laughs> It's prescriptive, it's not descriptive. In other words, this is how they are supposed to be. When good rulers are in place, they're not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good. Well, how do we know what is good? We look to the law of God, right? And thou shalt have praise of the same, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. And I want to tell you people out there who are going to go through the next cycle of presidents. You're already looking for it three years in advance because you can't get out of that cycle of the right-left, red-blue, Republican-Democrat paradigm. You're already looking forward to the next evil person you're going to vote for, whether it's the most evil or the least evil, whichever the case may be. You're going to make excuses for that. I want you to remember the next time that we confront you with this and you, you think we're your we're your enemy because we tell you the truth, those people are ministers of God. The president of the United States is to be a minister of God. The representatives in the House and the Senate are to be ministers of God. Your governors are to be ministers of God. You're anybody who is elected, anybody given any authority are to be ministers of God. So don't give me this stuff about, we're not electing a pastor-in-chief, we're electing... Uh, 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 A commander-in-chief. Okay. So what you're saying is, is that you would somehow have a higher standard for your pastor than you would your president, character-wise, morally. And then you're mad when they act in accordance with your kind of thinking. You're mad about it. He's the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, in other words, you're a violator of the law of God, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore, ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. In other words, you submit to rulers who are obeying the law. When they're not obeying the law, you got to call them out. You got to resist them. You got to say, no, 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 no. You've usurped your authority. What are these doctors doing here? What are these scientists doing? They're, in essence, appealing for justice. Wait a minute. You put this out to the public. People are dead. People are injured for life. This needs to stop. And some of them are calling for. New Nuremberg trials. And here's the thing. You better get the whole lot of them. From politicians to the frontline people who have had plenty of time to know the difference of what's going on and continue to do it for their job's sake to the big pharma companies. They need to be eliminated. Bayer, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, Moderna, they need to be eliminated. Like, crushed to the ground, not putting out any more stuff. They're clearly engaged in genocide, and they know it. They know what's in these shots that they're giving people, and they don't stop it. They just keep making more stuff. And if you think Trump going back in office is going to fix this, nope, he's just going to pick it up from where Biden left it off. Watch and see if he goes back in office. He's going to pick it up right where it is, because his handlers are doing This is Hegelian dialectic, and I don't know how to, say it, how to show you any more clearly. They're going to give you Biden. It's going to get real bad. Then they're going to give you a good guy, or alleged good guy, that you think is going to fix it. And he's going to be just as wicked as the other guy. In fact, he's going to be more wicked because he's going to be deceptive, and he's not going to be in your face about it. He's going to be deceptive about it. Friends. What else do you need? I grow weary bringing these things up. I, I really do. I am I guess I'm not shocked anymore at all of the stuff that comes out. It's just new information that com- confirms what we've already been speaking about. And I'm sure you feel the same way. You know, I mean, people of the United States, people around the world, the, the issue is our repentance towards God. He has called us to repent from our lawlessness and our sin. He has made a sacrifice for sin in the Lord Jesus. And those who come to the Son, desiring mercy, will have it. But you're going to come to Him on His terms. And the Bible tells us that if His people, the ones who are called by His name, not the name of legions and whatever other name you want to come up with but who are called by his name would repent of their own wickedness if they will turn from their wicked deeds he would heal our land I don't see it being healed right now and it's because I don't see people meeting God on his terms I don't I just don't see him doing it that's the command today. Do you want it to be well with you? you want long life on the earth for you and for your children? What does the Bible tell us to do? Love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. Simple. Simple. It's, it's very simple to understand. And yet, we say, oh yeah, God, Jesus, Christ, Christian, Republic. We we use all the terms and we continue on in our filthiness. What's going on? What's going on? It's got to be a change of heart. Got to take the heart of stone out. Got to put the heart of flesh in. And then we'll see God do what he does. All right. Guys, have a great uh, day. Bradley will be on again at 3 p.m. Eastern. Thank you guys for the prayers mentioned in the thing. I appreciate that. yeah, I'm hoping that Mom's going to be okay, but uh, you know it's in the Lord's hands. We're going to we're going to do what we do with this from what we've learned, and um, we leave it in his, his hands to be gracious to her and whatever means He sees fit, and uh, we'll give Him the glory one way or the other. But I appreciate your prayers. Thank you very much. And uh, guys, I'll see you again 6 a.m. in the morning, Lord willing. Adios.